Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. This is episode 118, and today we are talking about the true purpose of education, which is an easy thing to forget. Before we begin, I also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free demo of their new 4.0 version of the curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Also, don't forget that the You to Dad daily calendar is available over on our website. It will not only encourage your husband, but also makes for a great Christmas gift. We have a limited number, so head on over to smilinghomeschooler.com to pick one up. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Um, just got back from a ball game uh, where Jed and Cal were playing homeschool basketball, and uh, they're uh, they're starting to get the hang of it, I think, you know. They're not, you know, totally embarrassing when they get in the game anymore. Um, so that's kind of fun. They uh, they blew out the other homeschool team, but it is kind of fun to watch them. Um, and it's kind of fun when they are kind of getting the hang of it, I guess. So, nice. uh, and and I know a lot of people uh, sometimes ask about like uh, homeschool, like extracurricular activities. Really, Ben and his older brother or younger brothers, the oldest half. They never played those kind of uh, games. Uh, we didn't do basketball because we traveled Sports. and we had other things. <laughs> and because we had lots of other kids, it was just hard. Um, in fact, yesterday we had uh, a film crew at our house all day long. I won't tell you who they are because that might be top secret. I don't know. Um, but they were filming about homeschooling. And um, I know they asked you, Ben, the, some questions about you know, what were the, some of the things maybe you didn't like, uh, and you were, everybody was complimentary and none of our kids are like, Oh, I hated all of it. Um, but what did you think about like not playing sports, you know, cause, uh, I, I'm asked often by other people like, well, how do you fit it all in? And when I kind of say, Oh, well, we didn't do it. They all kind of like, wow, how can you do that? I mean, I personally didn't ever really feel that. I wasn't really into any sport, though. I mean, I feel like your kid's only going to be into the things that they actually do. So if, you know, if you prioritize and like, oh, my kid's got to play in every, you know, tiny league game, you know, or sport and play soccer from the age of two or whatever, then, you know, they probably will want to do that a lot. But we just didn't really do that. So we never I I never really felt like, oh, man, I want to go do something I've never even thought about like never played or done or you know there's I didn't just spontaneously go I want to go play football um but then like high school we started playing more of the pickup sports and stuff and that's when we got into volleyball I mean we always just did it with friends and everything so I never really felt the need and I didn't want to necessarily give up you know obviously we wouldn't have been able to anyway because of the traveling but I mean so personally I never felt that but uh not to a large extent but I understand you know obviously some some kids that is like everything and you know they love that so much but um i wouldn't i don't know i'm just glad that we didn't make any huge sacrifices just for something that was as temporary as that because obviously i was never going to go anything more than just for fun you know essentially i mean even cal and jed or whatever even if it's pretty serious it's still for i mean there's not a ton of reason other than just fun and to interact with some other people i guess but uh so no i don't i didn't really care tons but I get that, you know. I mean, I thought the fun part would I would have just liked the socialization part, probably of like hanging out with friends, and that's probably about it. I wouldn't want to do the hard work on the basketball team. He goes, there a lot when what was the first the first game, not game, first gathering, and I said, "Hey, Cal, everybody's out there playing basketball. Why don't you head out there?" And he goes, "I don't like to play basketball," and I'm like, 
why are we doing this then? And he said about after, I don't know, maybe the first or second game, he said, you know, all I wanted to do was to be with people. He goes, maybe I should have been like the team mascot. He goes, I could have gotten into that. And then we could have just gotten, you know, had some time with That's kids. That's exactly and I think what that, he needed, that, yeah. <laughs> and Ben probably would have done that too. Um, but I thought maybe today, tonight, what we do is maybe just kind of jump around a little bit, talk about some different kind of homeschooling topics that I was kind of uh, forced to think about yesterday when they were asking questions. Um, but maybe ask you too, Mom. Here we are, uh, November the 17th, as we record this. Um, you know, we're heading towards Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving vacation and Christmas. And I know a lot of the public schools are like taking all that time off from like Thanksgiving to the new year um, as we go into new lockdown kind of things. And uh, maybe that's not a bad idea for homeschoolers to do as well. Um, but I just, I guess I'm checking in with you to ask to how, how's the school year going right now? Um, because I know sometimes you can be super discouraged. I know I just got a, a text from my wife said, I need some alone time. I need some time. She says, I just feel like I'm running everywhere all the time and uh, lots of stresses and I need, you know, the kids to pitch in and I need some help and all these things. And, um, uh, and maybe you're feeling that same way, mom. Uh, I I'd like to know you can put your, in your comments below if you'd like to. Uh, but let me just let you know that you are not alone. Um, and let me just encourage you to talk to your husbands um, about some of these things. Cause I just got an email today and I was going to read, I'm going to read it. I'm going to change the name just so he didn't think I'm tattling on him. Um, but he got this, uh, this is, I'm going to say it's from Brian. Brian said, uh, Hey Todd, so last night my wife and I went on a date, sort of, we left the kids at home and we, uh, I'm going to skip through some of the details. Um, we stopped at the grocery on the way home and got some ice cream to eat with some desserts we had made earlier. When we got home, we pulled into the driveway and that's when the date went downhill. And even as I was reading this, I was like, I was in his place. I, I know exactly that feeling. And he said, not now, uh, not surely exactly how it all started, but we ended up having a tough conversation in my car on the driveway where my wife told me I've been a lousy listener and how dismissive I was whenever she tried to tell me about her daily struggles and problems she faced with running a homeschool and household. So there I was mad at myself while she was in tears over how my actions uh, have been hurting her. Just when I think I've got this whole family man thing figured out, I'm reminded again that I'm not perfect and quite honestly, not even close. Uh, we went inside the house to reunite with our kids, even though our issues weren't quite resolved yet. It was just a few minutes later, even before the the dessert and ice cream that I was overcome with a new appreciation uh, with my wife, God has blessed me with. And I realized that through these tough conversations where we really connect with each other, I want you to please tell me this whole family, husband, father things gets easier. It seems like the further I, along I get, uh, the more I'm beginning to see I'm really just getting started. Um, and that was from Brian. Um, but, you know, I was just thinking, because this is primarily moms listening to this. And I thought, I don't know, Ben, I know you've probably been in these kind of situations where you're like a deer in the headlights. You're having this wonderful time, you know, on a date. And all of a sudden you like, you sense this difference in your wife. And then you, you have the 
nerve to go, so what's up? And then boom, it just pours out. Um, and really, uh, Brian was right. Those are really important nights or times of connection. Uh, I know my wife feels it and your mom feels it uh, when, when we talk. Um, but I guess since I'm talking to you moms, I want to talk to you wives right now um, because I can't tell your dad, your husband, I mean, you know, how to respond in these situations. But I don't know, um, and maybe we've talked on this a little bit in the past, Ben, but what would you want from Rissa or, you know, uh, at moments like this? Because we husbands really are kind of clods. We don't really understand everything you need from us all the time. And even when you tell us this and you'd think we'd get it, we don't. And I know the temptation for uh, wives is to just kind of be hurt because we're not smart enough to figure it out or you've told us and we still don't get it. Um, but what would you like Rissa to do in those times, Ben? Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, usually it's pretty valid. I mean, you know, usually it is true that it's not that she's wrong or anything like that. Um, but, you know, it can be pretty tough because I think for guys, a lot of times it is a, you know, self-esteem, you know, is pretty valuable, I think, for a lot of guys. Like, I think they do, you know, want to feel respected and that they're not, you know, just, uh, you know, failing miserably overall. And even if they are, that's still, you know, it's tough. So, uh, you know, understanding that that can be really, really, uh, <laughs> really hard, especially if you've been, you know, putting in the effort. And I think it's just, it's also like the biggest thing I've noticed is just like, the things that I think I'm doing and the things that Rissa thinks she's or is doing and the things I am doing aren't necessarily being picked up by the opposite, you know? So like if I'm working hard every day and I'm, you know, spending every evening playing with the kids and, you know, then working on a project and then doing a podcast or whatever, that doesn't necessarily get picked up the same way that I think it is, you know? So like, I'm like, Oh man, I'm doing so much hard stuff, you know, but if I'm not listening, then it doesn't even really, you know, that can all be forgotten or vice versa as, you know, Riss okay, is doing. Okay. Don't get too far ahead though. So now if we were talking to guys, we'd say, you know, guys, I'd tell them something differently, but now we're talking to the wives. What would you say to, um, I guess, how do you present like, so here's a wife who doesn't feel like she's being listened to and as being dis the husband is being dismissive he's probably not saying well i don't really care about your thoughts he's probably like listening and then he goes oh hey what's on tv later tonight you know right. and and you just kind of blow over them because we don't know that's how would you like i mean how do you think wives should maybe present those times <laughs> Ben's i don't have a perfect answer i mean i would say for me i would prefer it to okay, be give good. me the benefit of the doubt to some extent, uh, trying to, you know, this is, goes both ways, but to eliminate, like, you don't even care, you've never, you never care, or, you know, you never You're listen. You're saying all these hypothetically, right? Yes, right, yeah, or, <laughs> you know, or trying to make it sound like it's something that's, you know, non-recoverable, you know, if that, you know, because that can be discouraging if it just sounds like, I You're hate my entire life, you know, or whatever. And it's just like, so nothing we do, nothing, you know, there's no moment of happiness, you know, whatever. And obviously in the moment, those are, you know, everyone says things that they don't mean. And then also just, uh, I always would appreciate, have appreciated like 
when you start feeling it, like when Rissa starts feeling it, I would love it if she would tell me then and not let it just build for months or weeks or, you know, even days. Or okay. Whatever. Okay. Let's, let's just do that one right now. So maybe like address the, address it when you feel it. And if, and you can't go backwards and say, well, I should have done this a long time ago. How about we say address it now? You know, like even if it's gone on for a while, you got since you can't go back and undo that, don't let it keep going. Um, or don't assume that your husband's going to pick up on it. Um, you know, because sometimes your mom will say to me, Well, I shouldn't have to tell you, you should have known this. And that may be true, but I didn't. So don't assume that we're going to pick up on it on our own and deal with it right away. Why do you think it is though that sometimes wives don't you homeschooling moms why you don't bring it out I mean is it because like I I, I know mom has talked to different other moms and they've said well you know um, because I don't want to be a dripping faucet I don't want to discourage him I don't want you know lots of reasons because I should be tougher than that I you know I'm supposed to be a godly woman I'm supposed to take it to God not to my husband which I think this is just me. I think those are all wrong reasons. You know, um, talking to your husband isn't being a drippy faucet. You know, um, talking to your husband isn't uh, because you're not taking it to God. You know, those are just, that's what husbands and wives are supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to be able to communicate about anything you want. So moms, if you're feeling, you know, discouraged um, by something your husband's doing, can I just encourage you to go tell him? You know, I, you know, those I, those date nights often turn into those times, but those are good times because it's harder to do it when you're right in the middle of it, you know, or maybe, you know, I know Ben has the luxury as kids go to bed earlier. So, you know, maybe if your kids are going to bed early and you, um, you know, have this thing that's really weighing you down, don't assume your husband's going to pick up on it. Um, just go and tell him. And I, and I don't know, Ben, maybe you'd feel this way too. Um, because I think your, uh, your, the words that you use were really good when you say, don't, don't, don't make it feel like it's always been this way, you know, be like, oh, you're always this way. Cause that's not always true. Ladies, you know, your husband may be a creep right now, but he's not always a creep, you know, and, and maybe if you would word it that way, or, um, you know, like, uh, Say, I know you're trying. I know you're doing a good. You're good, doing a good job in these areas, but this is an area I just feel like you're not meeting. You know, you're not meeting me where I need to be met. And I think husbands can kind of deal with that. But like I think you said, Ben, sometimes it does feel a little overwhelming when it feels like it's a blanket over our whole character. Right. And I mean, I know that I've done that a lot for Rissa. But the other thing that I think is helpful is. Try not to be the only things that you bring up or ever say are negative. You know, if it can be something where you're also complimenting him throughout that, uh, you know, maybe either before or later or whenever consistently, you know, that it's not just failure, 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 you know, whatever, which, you know, may feel like the majority, but also, you know, either thank you for working hard or whatever else. I mean, that stuff goes a long way. And I definitely sometimes it's easy 
I mean, maybe dad, dad probably doesn't ever get this way, but it's, I think a lot of the guys around me and we sometimes get this like, woe is me mentality of like, Oh, I work, you know, and no one even appreciates it, you know? Um, so I think, well, that's uh, now if I was talking to just dads, I'd say, Hey, that comes with the territory. I know, but All I'm angles, telling no one not, ever cared that he was underneath the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what we're asking. The question is what, <laughs> what helps the guy feel more, uh, you know, more right, responsive. Right. So, um, so and I think if, that does, if it's anything, I think, I think that that does help is feeling like, you know, like, or it's something like, uh, that they can help with, not just being told, you know, Hey, you have to do this or whatever, making it feel like it's something that they can assist with or, or even they can making be on it sound like a, like a, you know, like instead of saying, you know, you never listen to me, I always have to carry everything on my own to say, you know, when you do listen to me, it really makes a difference in, in, in me. You know, I mean, like when you did this, I just felt so good after that. And that, and you know, that feels a lot better than you never listen or, or even making it more hopeless. I don't think you're ever going to change. Um, you know, I think we, like you said, Ben, I think we just need that hope, but all that's to say is moms, you know, maybe you're feeling that way and you're, cause I can't encourage you all the time, but your husband, he does want to encourage you. He just may not know how he may not know you're discouraged um, because you're trying to be tough and you're trying to suck it up. Um, but let me just encourage you to tell your husband just, I know it may not be fun for a little while, but those are the places where we connect at those really deep levels. And then, you know, like Ben said, uh, you know, try to do it in a way that isn't just tearing down your husband so i'm excited to tell you about the new 4.0 version of teaching textbooks this newest version is better than ever and it includes new interactive sketch modes so that your child can work out the problem right within the program it also includes new animations audio grade dates search features and stickers plus it still works on any devices and internet browser including windows macs tablets chromebooks and even smartphones also, if you already own or purchase 3.0, it'll be automatically upgraded to 4.0 once it's released. You can check out the trailer and a free demo over at teachingtextbooks.com. Okay, well, hey, let's um, let's talk about some of those other things. Like I said, it's kind of a hodgepodge uh, tonight. But uh, the thing that I was uh, maybe struck by uh, as we were being interviewed yesterday, uh, my wife and I were sitting on a chair and this guy was just asking us questions. Um, and he's interviewing other couples as well, other homeschoolers, is he asked the question, so what do you think is the goal of education or the goal of home education? And uh, after we answered, he was kind of surprised because he said, you know, I was talking to one guy who was super academic and was super intense and they had been homeschooling for a long time. And he said the, the guy was just stymied. He did not have an answer, could not come up with an answer. Wow. Um, so I'll tell you maybe what I thought the answer was, uh, or not the answer, because I, I do think we, we all have different answers. Um, or maybe I should go ahead and tell you mine, because then you could think, Ben, and think what you, you know, maybe what you would add. Um, but I'll tell you, for me, I said it was super simple. I said for the goal of educating my children at home was this. I said for my sons, I just want them to be good fathers and good husbands and good men, godly men. For my daughters, I want them to be good moms, good wives, and godly women. And that was it. 
You know, really, that's all I want from my from our time of home educating our children. All those other things just feel like, um, you know, perks if they can read and do math and all those other things. Um, because my goal is so much larger than just a bunch of knowledge. Um, what would you say to that, Ben? No, I totally agree. And I mean, I've always just thought like the purpose of learning math and writing and, you know, and uh, typing and everything else, you know, grammar, all of that is, I mean, it's not just to know it, it's to prepare you for, you know, what it's a life that was originally the goal, at least. And now it's just become like, uh, who can remember, you know, who can remember more things and spout them off in certain moments, you know, but uh, it's, I feel like it's lost the reality of like teaching you to be able to succeed on your own or not to succeed, just to survive on your own. You know, that's what it used to be basically, you know, and then it kind of changed into things that just don't really feel super, you know, relevant to real life. But obviously the goal is to do what dad did, but the, you know, but the, all that stuff is just to prepare you for that. So I totally agree. Um, I mean, and then he kind of mentioned this even college as well was saying, you know, he went to one of the guys went to film school, uh, you know, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, over a hundred thousand dollars, you know, in debt to get be graduated. And he learned basically nothing that prepared him for what he was actually going to do. And I, I feel think like his that is exact so words common. were to me were, and afterwards I could do nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As I feel like we're coming out with so many people who, you know, maybe they know a bunch, which honestly, that's even debatable, but, you know, but they have no actual, you know, tangible like skill or under, or, um, you know, uh, just grasp on what family looks like on what, you know, marriage looks like. And, uh, I think that's something that homeschooling can assist so many different ways is, you know, it shows you what a real functioning family looks like. It shows you what a marriage looks like. I think it should, and it prepares them in so many of those areas and then allows them to pursue the things and actually maybe have some skill that they are interested in that they can, uh, go, you know, move into later on, uh, once they're out. Yeah. But, well, and so. the reason I even say that about the husband and wife and the father and mother, because I know those are the things that really bring you joy or break your heart. Right. I mean, you look in the Proverbs and it talks about, you know, a contentious wife or, you know, children who are wayward or wise sons versus foolish sons. There is nothing that I can find that will crush your bones, you know, other than the relationships you have with your in your family. So, you know, whether my kids get good jobs or bad jobs, it really doesn't matter. They're going to be okay. Um, you know, they may not, they may be discomfort. There might be some discomfort, but it doesn't crush your soul. <laughs> but I can tell you, I can tell you successful people who make gobs of money who are miserable because, you know, the, the, their relationships are all messed up. Their kids don't talk to them. Their kids hate them. Um, you know, and I kind of always kind of made it my little hobby of uh, I like people's lives to hear their stories and to hear super successful people who don't even talk to their parents or haven't talked to their parents in years and years and years. And I think it doesn't even matter because they can't be happy right. when that's not that's not intact. And I just think, really, that's that's what we want for our children. That's and, and, and we get to teach them that every single day in our homeschool because we're modeling that, totally. that home. And I mean, that's just not big enough. Like I was talking to someone and he was talking about how, you know, this new business that he was 
doing was, you know, uh, kind of maybe that him and his, their, their mission. And I'm like, well, I was like, that's great. But I was like, I don't think the business is the mission of your life. Like, I mean, that, I mean, cause you can have the greatest mission, you know, business with m- tons of money and great employees. But like, if you don't know God, then that means, or if, and he did, but I mean, if you don't know that, or if you don't glorify God or raise your family to do the same or any of that, then who cares about the, 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 the business is maybe part of the mission or the tool for the mission, but not the end goal. Like, you know, and, and I feel like that can be really easy to forget is that, you know, the job and all that is just trappings around the actual true goal, which is what you were just saying. But, you yeah. know, and I think a lot of people yeah. are, you know, and I, another thing we talked about, I thought that was interesting kind of along with those, uh, you mentioned college, uh, was, uh, he asked, um, cause he said, you know, a lot of people are going to be watching this and they have, they know nothing about homeschooling. They're just coming in cause they've been forced into this or, and they don't, and he goes, and the, like, their biggest concern is, is my kid going to be able to get into college after this? And of course the answer is, duh, yes, they are. I mean, all the colleges really won't care about is if you have the money. Especially right now. (laughs) You know, you got the money, you're in, you know, because college is super competitive. They just want people really, honestly, that's not just that people say that's not true. It is true. Um, But, what I think is interesting is um, I think because mom and I were having this conversation in bed this morning as we uh, in the early hours, just talking about friends and uh, people we know. But I think it is interesting that if you teach your kids outside the box, their whole growing up years in in school, like homeschooling, I don't think we should be surprised when they get to the end of their high school time that they want to continue outside the box you know but sometimes i think we force them we try to force them back in the box at the end um because i don't think you should be surprised that kids get to the end of your homeschool journey and they say why would i want to go to college it takes up a lot of money it's not a very good moral environment you know and i think there are better ways to learn things they are right in all three cases and we freak out and we go, well, cause you gotta go to college. Cause only success, you know, if you're not, you, 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 you can't be a success in anything if you don't go to college, which is a bunch of baloney. Um, you know, the whole world is trying to make college free and trying to get us all into it because, but there are better ways. It does take up a lot of money and it is a morally corrupt institution that uh, we're losing our kids in. So I just thought that was interesting um, because I know a lot of moms, eat, and sometimes it's taken some parents i know uh, i had a i knew a guy who was super academic and that's all he wanted for his kids and after his first kid didn't go to college and that child was super smart um and super capable and he's like i'm okay with that you know i'm okay with that now Mm -hmm. because i think it kind of came to the realization it didn't matter so I, i don't know what your thoughts on that are ben i mean yeah totally I mean, and we've talked about it before, but I just, I mean, it's just really is just, uh, unless you need it, 
obviously that is totally valid and great and you should do that path if that's the goal you know the path that they need but just for a validation certificate basically i just don't think it's worth the the money and the effort but and i also like one of my coworkers. he is he was public schooled and he i mean he almost has this unhealthy anger towards the whole system because he's like it is the worst thing Ever. He's like, it's just glorified babysitting. He's like, one size doesn't fit all. And they've all just built this huge system to basically create a factory mentality of everyone needs to follow the rules. Everyone just thinks the same way. Everyone needs to stay in line. And if you at all don't conform to that, then you either have to one, you know, drop out and be whatever, or two, you're super slow. You know, you like, you just can't you can't stay at the same pace as everyone like you either have to stay at the same pace or you get really frustrated and bored and you know blow off everything and he had a rough time due to that uh, but he also breezed through it you know because he was could easily do all of it and he just uh, really uh, really hates the whole system because he just feels like it just creates everyone marching in the same line and that's just not how people work like I mean well you know, it's because he's right he's yeah, right totally he's seen that well, because yeah and in every scenario I mean your siblings look at you know any co-op any uh, you know church any place of business like every single employee every single coworker every single person you interact with is so different their personalities are so different but for some reason, we think that the traditional in the box thinking of everyone just recites these things and it's not literally what it is but you know does these exact same cookie cutter methods in it somehow all works i mean covid's been that way you know everyone thinks that oh well if we just all do these same exact lockdowns and everything else like that's just the answer to everything and it's like no it changes based off the location it changes off the area you know and it just doesn't work that way in anything else but for some reason that is just what everyone is really tied to and it's hard to break that that mentality so thinking outside the box is really beneficial especially well, this day and even age. abby said in one of the comments she said the way everything is headed it looks like higher learning maybe going on more online in the future anyway yeah i mean abby you're right on i mean i think that's the way it's going to be uh why wouldn't it you know i went to a big university they probably have 200 people who just cut the grass um you know so they're going to move to something where they don't have to have people cut the grass and uh I've already seen that, you know, Ben got an online degree, Sam uh, got an online uh, uh, animation education, and uh, people care more about that than they do about like some degree where you had to take biology or sociology, even though your degree is in something that has nothing to do with either of those colleges. Um, so I think you're, you're right on. Um, so anyway. Uh, ben, did you any other? Did you think of anything you know that maybe that you thought was interesting just in our time yesterday together? Um, trying to think. I mean, because a lot of the questions we were asked was you know they're trying to look for personal stuff. You know, um, I mean the main thing they asked, and we already kind of covered it was was there anything that you didn't like about it? Um, and I mean I said not really. I mean a lot of again a lot of the things that your kids say they won't like or don't like. I think uh, like I said. You know, I understood that kind of when you're homeschooled, I think there is that, oh, look at all those people get to just hang out with their friends all the time. You know, that that would be fun. I'd want to do that. But now, like, you know, looking back, I do not regret that at all. And I'm so thankful. But I think, you know, every once in a while, as you, you kind of have those times. But uh, I wasn't there as long as you guys were. So I didn't get to hear, you know, most of the questions. But uh, I, I thought one thing that struck me was just, 
they're, you know, they get these guys interviewing, you know, dozens of families who homeschool were both very interested now in homeschooling because I think it just speaks for itself, you know, really it's, um, it, it, you know, it's not one of those things I feel like where you have to really do tons of convincing necessarily other than just let someone see the results and how it works. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I get that, you know, and I think a lot of people do if they just give it the opportunity. But um, and obviously, if you're listening to this, you are. But uh, there's a lot of people out there who maybe, especially with COVID and everything, I think are interested, but think they can't. But if they just saw what it really was like, I think, uh, or had someone encouraging them that it isn't as bad or scary as it really, I mean, you can do it without, you know, crazy amounts of prep and, you know, tons of, you know, gobs of curriculum and all this stuff. I think people would be uh, really, you know, happy that they tried it. But I was I thought that was interesting by. too, that he did. Like, I think that's a great observation because both of these guys really, neither one of them were homeschooling. And because, you know, kind of doing this research for it and they were both planning to homeschool at that point. And in fact, they said they're for this film, they're they're following two different families who've been kind of thrust into homeschooling and both families, you know, they're following their daily or their weekly progress, maybe both families said, well, when this is all over the pandemic, we're putting them back in school. That's how they began. But as it's progressed, both are kind of like, well, you know, it is got some good things about it. And they're starting to get into a rhythm and they're starting to see the benefits of what they've started. And I thought it was interesting too. Like the guy even said, you know, it's kind of like traveling with your kids. Uh, you know, people won't take a, I think this was him. It wasn't you, was it Ben? Who will say, uh, you know, I could never travel with my children because it's so hard, you know, and so they never do. But the few families who decide to, they get through the hardness and they find out that, wow, this is an amazing thing to be able to do. And he's saying, you know, it's kind of like homeschooling. Uh, people say, oh, I could never do that. But some who have been thrust into it say, well, you know, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. In fact, it's amazing. So totally. Well, hey, uh, we are out of time. Uh, we're going to close it down. But I just got a text from my wife um, about Ben's cousin, and her name is Sarah. And uh, Sarah has had Crohn's for, I mean, most most of her life you know half of her life and she's ben's age now i think just a week or two older Mm -hmm. or younger right she's a little bit older but not much yeah Uh, not much um and she was in the hospital for like three weeks um and just got out she she had just terrible pain they couldn't really pinpoint it uh they let her out and now it's back and it's even more severe. And she's a super tough person. Her dad said she can, she's, she stays home with stuff that it would put other people in the hospital because it would be so severe, but she's just had it for so long. So maybe we could close our time by just praying for Sarah right now because she's in the hospital right now, just been admitted again. And uh, let's pray for her. Father, we just pray for Sarah, and we ask that you would be with her in a very special way. And Lord, would you just give the doctors wisdom so they would see where the pain is coming from, that they would be able to diagnose it, and they would be able to treat it, and they would give her relief. And I don't know, Father, if she's alone, because I know they're not letting people in, but I pray your presence would be very real, and then she would not feel alone. 
And uh, I just pray, Father, for a miracle that has been a long journey, a long path for her. Um, would you please put the right people in her life right now that would bring a relief and encouragement? And Father, as the healer, I ask you to heal. And we just trust you. And we pray all this in your name. Amen. So, Mom, as we head out, uh, have a great weekend. I hope you're feeling encouraged in your journey because you're doing an amazing thing. And uh, you're, you are doing something outside the box, and your kids are going to be thinking outside the box. And the important lessons that are happening every single day are the ones that, are ha that have nothing to do with math or English, that have everything to do with being a future mom, a future dad, a future husband, and future wife. And as one of the people uh, commented below, that takes a lot of pressure off. And it does. Um, and it's mostly it should make you smile. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you enjoy our podcast, we'd encourage you to continue to share it with other homeschoolers. Or if you have a question or comment, please message us over on Facebook. I also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Go check out their new demo for version 4.0 over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.